Hey, how you doing? This is Craig Beck from StopDrinkingExpert.com, the website where we help people like you to escape the loop of problem drinking. If you've been thinking about this for a while, if you've been considering giving living a sober life, then make today the day you actually do something. Go to the website, StopDrinkingExpert.com, and sign up for today's free quit drinking webinar, and I'll explain the process to you in detail. I'll even give you a free copy of my best-selling book, Alcohol Lied to Me, as a gift for turning up. So today, important video. I have an email to share with you uh, from a classic overthinker, just like me. Um, and I want to talk about the question of whether how you be happy without alcohol in your life. How can I be happy? If I'm not allowed to drink, big question, especially this time of year. So um, let's talk about this email first of all. Uh, it says, "Hi Craig, again, I wish to remain anonymous, please. As far as things go, I'm still going to plan. I understand the latest video, and if I was to send this to you next week, then I would probably have crossed off another box on my alcohol-free journey." Okay, um, it's rather sad though. My best friend and I, since I was seven years old who came to be my best drinking partner, but I can't imagine meeting up with him without a drink, albeit once a year. It's the only time I probably would have a few too many, or at least more than when I'm with my wife and son. I know my friend is the type that can drink like a fish. He just loves beer. You know the type. I had two beers watching England with my son and felt quite rough the next day. Uh, I have a couple of hurdles over Christmas under the supervision of my lovely wife. Uh, I never have that much any day, and that's why I've decided it's not just worth—it's just not worth having any at all. Do you think I'm overthinking? Yes, I do. As you've said that in the past, I don't need your blessing to say go on. You're in the have one and that's it category, but your opinion is always appreciated. Um, I found going on holiday abroad the hardest thing to do because we use alcohol when we get to our destination as an anaesthetic to ease our jet lag with a pizza. I feel that so much good has come from listening to you, Craig, but I can't help thinking I'm often beating myself up trying to live a healthier life. I had a vegetarian meal in the local pub the other night, and I saw an old friend who was my age, and he just did not look well. Um, it's very sad people don't value their health, and although we should live all live for the moment, I feel some people take that too literally. Thanks, Craig. You know who. Wow. You can feel the inner turmoil, can't you? <laughs> in every word. You can feel the conflict in this person. And I totally get it. I am not judging at all because he's got one of those crazy overactive brains that's always thinking, that's always worrying, that's always trying to plot, you know, predict the future, not just for you, but for your children, for your partner, for your parents, for your friends, for your family, and trying to predict the doom and gloom and then work out how to avoid it and it just drives you crazy. And eventually this goes on for so long and on so many levels. And as life gets more and more complicated, you get to the point where you're just completely overwhelmed. You're completely overloaded and you just want the noise to stop. Does that sound familiar? Is that you? Give me a yes in the comments if that's you. So I'm not, I know I'm not talking to myself because that's the brain I've got. And it's a blessing and it's a curse. And the blessing is with this sort of power up here, you can do amazing things. You can do things beyond what everyone else thinks you should be capable of. You can be extremely creative. You can be imaginative and create things beyond the imagination of most other people. You can be extremely successful in life. 
Because you're always thinking, you're always planning, you're always plotting the next move. Life is a very complicated, multi-level game of chess to you. And that's why you succeed. So there's the blessing. But the curse is, it's not always positive stuff. It's not always thinking of ideas and inventions and creativity. Sometimes it's just plotting disaster, doom and gloom and terrible things that could happen to you and your family. And you better get thinking about how you're going to stop that. That's the curse. And it never stops. And somewhere along the way, you discover alcohol and you notice something beautiful, something amazing. The noise slows down. And you, for once, start living in the same world as everyone else. You feel relaxed for the first time. And you think, my God, I love this. But of course, the price you're going to pay for that little bit of relief is extortionate. It's crippling. And that's why I always compare alcohol to, you know, using alcohol to cope with life. I compare it to using a loan shark to cope with your financial problems. Because if you are in a financial mess, you got no food in the cupboard. You can't feed your children. You can't pay the rent. You're about to be evicted and everything's going wrong. A loan shark knocks on your door, offers to lend you some money, and you say yes. Isn't it true that in that moment you feel relief? You feel, I can breathe because I can pay the rent. I can feed my children. The electric is not going to get cut off. Oh, okay, everything's okay. But, of course, the price you pay for that moment of relief is extortionate and it is not worth it. Same is true with alcohol. Uh, and the, the price for the relief gets more and more the more you do it. So just to summarize where this guy is coming from, because I think it's pertinent to what I want to talk about today. Here's a guy who it seems uh, at the moment he's not drinking a massive amount. He has the odd beer every now and again. But every time he does, he beats himself up and it tells himself he's a terrible person, says that must never happen again. And he's in this kind of loop, this never-ending loop generally not drinking, not drinking every day, not binging at the weekend, but occasionally he'll have a beer and then feel absolutely terrible about himself, tell himself that that must never happen again and the loop starts over. And that's not ideal. You might think, well, Craig, you know, mission accomplished. He's not, he's not a problem drinker. He's not drinking very much at all. He's having the occasional beer. Mission accomplished. No. Because if this continues, all that's going to happen is this guy's going to get to the end of his life, hopefully in a very long time, but he'll look back on his life and he'll go, ah, I lived a very healthy life. I had a very, very healthy life. And it was absolutely miserable. What's the point of that? What's the point? And that's, that's why my course is not about quitting drinking. It's not about giving up alcohol, because if you're giving it up, it means that you're losing something. I'm taking something from you, something that you used to enjoy, something that used to make you happy. You know, uh, it's like uh, here in this email, he he's, makes a very specific statement. I don't really know why. He says here, I had a vegetarian meal in the local pub the other night. And I don't really know why he's put the word vegetarian in there. Why did that need to be specified? Now, are you, are you a vegetarian because you like being a vegetarian and you've put that in there because you're so proud of it? 
Or are you forcing yourself to be a vegetarian because you've told yourself that you have to if you want to live a healthy life? And you maybe don't enjoy being a vegetarian, <laughs> but you're forcing yourself to do it. And you're in this kind of same loop with that that you are with your drinking. Look, you got to do what makes you happy. And you might be thinking, well, Craig, drinking makes me happy. So are you saying I should do that? Uh, no, because I don't believe that you can honestly look me in the eye and without lying, tell me with 100% conviction that drinking does make you happy. Because I think deep down inside, you know it doesn't. Even if you're only having the odd beer, the circumstances that you're consuming the alcohol in might make you happy. Family barbecue, vacation, nice hotel, that sort of thing. But is it really the alcohol that's making you act, uh, happy? Or, let me put this to you, it's rather the evil clown that you invited to live in your head now won't let you be happy unless you first comply with his wishes. Because of alcohol, you can now not even walk into a five-star hotel room, sit on the bed, and feel at peace until you fed the clown. You can't appreciate any of life's beauty until you've first given the clown what he demands. And I think what most people are doing when they claim that drinking makes them happy is they are incorrectly labeling what is going on in their head, right? Alcohol is like a petulant child. It's not a welcome visitor anymore. Those days are long gone. The days when you could take or leave a drink away gone. You know, you wouldn't be watching my channel if you were in that place anymore. So forget about that. That's in the past. Alcohol is no longer a welcome, invited visitor into your head anymore. It's a rogue tenant. He lives there without paying any rent, and he has no intention of leaving. And he's petulant. Every day, he kicks and screams and shouts and bawls and makes a mess and causes a disturbance until you give him what he wants. And only then, he stops. Stops screaming, stops banging doors, goes quiet, gives you some peace. And you go, ah. Wow, that drink really, really chilled me out. Oh, I feel so good now. No, that drink did not chill you out. That drink did not make you happy. It removed the symptoms of pain that you were feeling. What you are experiencing is not happiness, but it is relief. And you have incorrectly labeled the relief as happiness. And that's an important distinction. So... How do you be happy without alcohol? Well, the first thing you need to understand is that alcohol was never making you happy. So forget that for a start. And if you take away the alcohol and you're not happy, then you were not happy anyway. It's just that alcohol covered that unhappiness up. You got to live the life that makes you happy. And if being a vegetarian makes you happy, great, be a vegetarian. If it doesn't, then don't do it. It's not about forcing yourself to comply with you know, what we've all agreed is a healthy life. Do what makes you happy. 
You know, if you if you don't like the treadmill, then don't go on the treadmill. You know, when you're driving in your car and it's a cold winter's day and it's raining and it's freezing and it's windy and it's just awful out there and you drive some past someone who's jogging, someone's out running in that. And you look at them and you think, bloody idiot, and you drive on, don't you? You're wrong. They're not, they're not forcing themselves to do that. They're not oblivious to the conditions. They love it so much that they, they decided to ignore the conditions. Those people love running so much that they don't care that it's raining and it's cold and it's windy. That's the difference. So do what makes you happy in all regards. Don't do what society tells you that you should be doing. Don't try and conform to the rules that social media has created around happiness. You must have a big house. You must have a brand new car. You must have five vacations a year. You must have designer clothes. You must forget all that. Sometimes the simplest thing is what makes you happy. For example, my wife. I could buy my wife a diamond for thousands and thousands of dollars. Or I could buy her a load of soil and shrubs and plants for her garden for a couple of hundred dollars. And I know which one would make her happier. She loves the garden. That's her thing. Doesn't require a lot of money. It doesn't require a lot of people to see it. She just potters about in her garden. That's her happiness. All right. So find what makes you happy and do it and forget about the stigma and the rules of other people. But I guarantee you that you can't look yourself in the eye, in the mirror and say, alcohol makes me happy. It doesn't. So to this guy who wants to remain anonymous, number one, stop beating yourself up. Number two, do what makes you happy. And that's it. Don't feel compelled to do stuff that you don't want to do because society dictates that's the best way to live. Might not be for you. Thanks for watching. If you are worried about your drinking, do something today. Discover the world's most successful and respected online quit drinking program today. It gives you real mental freedom from the clutches of alcohol. Great back helps you understand what alcohol does to you, how it works. Are you finally ready to take action? Your sober journey begins 11 a.m. Sunday. Reserve your space at my next free quit drinking webinar.